Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Education Podcast by yours truly, Rob Matthews Coaching. Now, as I said in the last episode, these episodes coming up um, are pre-recorded as I'm currently away, but the grind doesn't stop and as always when I commit to something, I also throw in five other things that I'm doing at the same time and yeah, hopefully you appreciate that these podcasts are coming back regularly insightful you know all these topics are coming from you guys as well as you know ones like today where it's more personal of what I've done and what I've noticed um but yeah this podcast is for you designed by you and to help you so as always if you do appreciate it please share it to your socials share it with a friend and also always message me I love getting the feedback from it even if you think it's a bit weird something I've started doing recently is making sure I'm hyping up complimenting and also just letting people know if I appreciate them if they inspire me it's a simple message takes a minute and it actually has a big effect because as we've always um spoke about you get 300 400 likes on an Instagram post gives you a bit of dopamine but you don't associate that with 400 people coming up to you and telling you that they liked your photo or they liked your post but if you do get the one or two people that do it makes your day so please make my day send me a message anyway let's get into today's topic it is as the title says, I stopped drinking for 60 days and this happened, dot, dot, dot. Now, bit of a clickbait title because it's interesting. It makes you want to find out more. But I want to start with just talking about my relationship with alcohol. This wasn't intentional to take a break for as long. Something, you know, I've always had quite a unique um, relationship with alcohol as a 23-year-old now who's done many periods of their life sober, whether that be for three, four five even six months I think I've done before um and this is actually off a break of or sorry off a period of actually trying to drink more in summer um and yeah it was sort of I wanted to drink more as I'd definitely you know with where my mental health was at um throughout this time last year into the summer it just wasn't in the best place so I sort of tried to avoid drink just to not repeat that cycle that a lot of people will go through is using it as a coping mechanism or a source of avoidance really and yeah this isn't going to be a podcast that um you know just fucking jumps on this bandwagon of like you need to be sober to be healthy you need to be you know eliminating all people that do drink and it's it's not going to be that this is just going to be negatives and positives and it's not going to be some like health guru sort of shit because i do think you can have alcohol in your system not in your system in your like sort of routines and it can't doesn't have to be a negative thing and it can be a really positive thing as well and just like say someone who's always had quite a unique relationship with being a lightweight always sending it too far when I do drink and not always liking the person I become when I do drink but saying that I've had some of the best nights of my life through alcohol so you know like I say I'm not a person that's against alcohol I'm not someone who's for going out every like every night I think that's obviously a problem um but I think if you can add alcohol to a situation to make it better when the situation wouldn't need alcohol anyway and it does obviously improve the the vibes and everything that like that it can be a very good thing and it can be a thing to celebrate so definitely keep it in your routine this is just going to be like say something that i know will bring in a few more listeners alongside interesting for those who maybe do drink alcohol a lot just to sort of see what could happen if they took a break for a while or someone who doesn't drink at all might go, actually, here's the things that I've personally missed. I miss them as well. Maybe I should incorporate having a more balanced lifestyle and relationship with alcohol. So 
first off, I want to get into the negatives um, of not drinking for 60 days. And you might be surprised, like say, to sort of hear that. But I'm going to sort of go on the basis of here's what I've sort of missed. We hear the negatives of it and the positives of what I've sort of done to replace those and then come to sort of an overall conclusion as well and what I think you should take from it. So as I said, as always, as a sort of gateway in a podcast, if you enjoy it, share it, but let's get into it. So the first negative I sort of noted down when trying to think about this topic was I miss the adrenaline and I think that's sort of an unspoken topic for me anyway. You know, I've, I've sort of tried to watch a few videos um, on YouTube because this is quite obviously a popular one with like health gurus at the moment of going sober and being more wholesome and everything like that. But I think for me, like that buzz of getting ready, your mates being excited, tunes being blaring at pre's, everyone talking about like what they're going to be up to. Um, but also just seeing my mates happy, that sort of adrenaline was a main sort of point. Um I wanted to talk about it and it's sort of like a bit sad to see when you think about it and like part of culture I remember really thinking at uni like some of my mates I would rarely see during the week but because they wouldn't like you know they wouldn't do anything and yet they were always there on a Wednesday night or a Friday night and like you could commit um like you could put your house on it that they would be there without failure no matter what was going on in their life they were always going to be out drinking on a Wednesday and you're sort of like it's good to see them happy, but are they are they truly happy? Or that like is it just that buzz again? Um, but I think you know if you are in a good place and you are drinking, it is an excited thing. You know, like you're getting ready, you're you're putting on your best clothes, you're doing all these things, and I think it is. You know, it's sort of hard to replace or sort of enforce change in friendship groups if you do have a really sort of bond based over the pub the clubs you know like that alcohol reliance to sort of force you to do something and yeah because like I say it is it is very common at sort of people my age is that you know if you ask everyone oh do you want to come and go on a run and you know like we'll go and get a coffee or something it's like I can't really be bothered mate it's the middle of the day I'll I'll find an excuse I've got work to do but you know 7pm comes and you, you hit the text in the group chat of right boys who's coming pub be ready in half an hour and it's like suddenly the, your phone's popping off with everyone saying they'll come so yeah that was sort of another negative I noticed but I think the the sort of final negative that I put was sort of and I think this is something that people do sort of talk about but especially in say younger people um, students especially I think it's sort of that guilt and shame for not drinking you know the, if you tell folk oh no I'm not going to come out tonight like just not really feeling drinking at the moment it's straight away oh if you got a problem just one won't hurt like oh come on don't be boring like these sort of statements come out and you, you do get a good bit of guilt and shame depending on who you're surrounding yourself on but what I've sort of noticed over the years of doing you know like say this isn't my longest period where I've been sober but is that people who are actually struggling with their relationship with alcohol will be the ones giving out these comments and I think once you sort of realize like what is someone trying to deflect onto me to ensure they don't feel that guilt and shame and that's why like they're passing over that guilt and shame so if someone is telling you you've got oh you must have a problem then if you can't just come out for one you know just one won't hurt you're boring it's like actually they are struggling with their relationship with alcohol and using it in quite a negative way that they want to bring you on their journey so that of like that negative cycle so that they don't feel that guilt and shame and I think it's really hard one because you can't obviously like fight back at a mate but I think that's where you need to have these important sort of mental health conversations where you go like is everything all right mate like I can come to the pub sober you could you could tell me like I'm not going to be boring at all actually I'm still going to be happy and excited I'm just 
not going to be necking a pint every two minutes so that's where you can sort of find opportunities as well because I think that's obviously is a good positive that we can go into is that alcohol does open up a lot of um, doors for men especially when talking about emotions it's probably not the best coping mechanism but if it's something that does work and it forces people to talk then you know every every cloud you've got to look at the got to look at the silver linings in it but yeah let's look on to more of the positives and we'll sort of talk through how we can debunk sort of some of them negatives i've said so first thing obviously that i've noticed is that routine isn't fucked and um, no more thursdays sundays waking up just wondering how i'm going to get out of bed let alone wondering how i'm going to manage a run or a workout and i think it's like obviously I, i'm quite smart in that I plan my training around when I'm going out. I make sure that I have a rest day the following day or I've got a very easy sort of base training style, whether that's just a simple zone two, you know, 5K recovery, for example. Um, Being smart around your training because, like I say, I'm not trying to preach. You need to be sober. You need to have no alcohol in your system. You're going to have celebrations where you want to drink. You're going to have a stressful day at work where you maybe need a glass or two of wine. So it's about how we can be smart. But, yeah, positive for me is definitely... I think I base a lot of my self-worth, whether this is a good or bad thing, it probably, you know, tethers on that line of both, um, on my productivity and how, what I can sort of tick off at the end of the day to say I've done X, Y, and Z. And I think for me now having, you know, potentially two days a week where that is more productive and more sort of in line with who I want to be. And it doesn't mean I'm just doing work all the time. It might be that I'm reading more or things like that, um, which I'll go on to in a bit. It's just I felt a lot more prouder in myself or a lot more pride in myself. I felt a lot more content in myself by, you know, I'm not no longer, like, say, getting in at 4 a.m., going, right, but I've told myself I'd still get up at 8, but I know that's stupid because I need sleep to recover. Okay, right, I'll sleep in. Okay, now I don't want to get out of bed because I just feel tired. I've not slept. Like, my sleep quality's been terrible, which if you want to improve your sleep quality, go to the last podcast. Thank you. Um, <laughs> always got a plug. Um but yeah, I'm no longer just going, you know, waking up at 10, 11, 12 and being back in bed by 5pm going today was just dreadful. I feel terrible. I need to put on Netflix, YouTube and just waste the night away. Um, so not having my routine fucked is a very good positive for me as someone who values um, a lot of self-worth to productivity and what my output is. The second positive I sort of went for was new time for new activities. Um, and obviously that's sort of a byproduct of being in my routine has led to, like say, Thursday morning, Sunday morning, cinnamon buns and coffees. And it's obviously my new personality trait if you've seen my Instagram. Um, but actually just being up on a Sunday morning, like honestly, I think Sundays are my favourite day now. I've changed from not training over um, a Sunday to actually now having sort of a long run on the Sunday just to, or even a, just a fun gym session that's sort of just like, what do I want to train extra this week? Um, and then going for a coffee, going for a cinnamon bun, doing sort of like a nice wholesome activity, which, you know, I will get into in sort of terms of dopamine effects and stuff from not drinking. Um, but it's just it's just giving me new time to try these things, you know, like like say if I was hanging out my arse on a Sunday morning, I wouldn't even be up in time to go and get one from the coffee shop because they'd all be sold out. So, yeah, it's given me time to try new things as well, not just obviously sort of routines in the morning, but, you know, I'm not needing that extra full rest day I've got a bit of energy where I can go for a swim I can go for a sauna I can go on a bike ride I've got a lot more 
choice and also freedom which i think it's given me which is really good um but yeah let's get into the next one which is less dopamine but more consistent dopamine um like i sort of said i've got less sort of dopamine in terms of that adrenaline spike um however there's less peaks and troughs but i've got more stable energy levels and more excited throughout the day and that's obviously just sort of from not being hanging um but on that i think what i then realized and this was only probably about two or three weeks ago so a good you know 30 40 days in it was i can put that adrenaline into elsewhere and i can put that adrenaline into training because it wasn't the case of like i realized that i chose to put that excitement into nights out before and that meant i could still actually i still had that ability to have that adrenaline spike to have that um excitement levels and that was a choice i just thought it sort of came naturally as a night out because but it is because you're enjoying something so i realized i could choose to put that excitement into working out and into the gym i just needed to find that sort of outburst so it didn't mean i needed pre-workout or you know an energy drink beforehand it just meant i could choose like look i love going to the gym i love going on a run obviously not fucking every day but i can choose to you know i really want to push myself on that set let's get excited let's put some good tunes on let's you know put on a gym fit that feels nice that feels confident and then attack the workout that way and it was realizing that i could still get that adrenaline it didn't need to come from a night out didn't need to come from getting ready with the boys being at pre's all these things i had that choice to move my adrenaline into elsewhere and it would obviously like say because it's not coming from an external source in terms of pre-workouts and energy drinks and stuff I was still having more stable energy levels throughout the day, which was amazing because once again, as someone who values themselves based off their productivity a lot of the time, I was able to then be more productive throughout the day and keep be able to bring things back like this podcast. So yeah, that's had a really um, positive effect and that sort of leads me on to one of my final positives was that I felt like my brain was less fogged and it was more creative thinking. I was able to start, you know, due to consistency that, slash not having to think of excuses for nights out because people just knew, right, he's not drinking at the moment. We'll ask him if he wants to come, but I'm probably only going to come if it's an actual real reason to go out, not just because it's a Wednesday night. Um, I had more time for my coaching from a social media to get back into, you know, start TikTok, to start posting back on Instagram, start being on my stories, to be more creative, to go, right, I'm going to post a, a video talking on my stories rather than overthinking it and being paranoid like oh but am I representing this blah 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 that paralysis by analysis and that often came because I was sleep deprived due to to alcohol or I was hungover and suddenly I wasn't able to back myself suddenly I was still burnt out and yeah it was just it just led me to be more creative say like this podcast idea was literally just sat there at work noticing like oh my training's been really good at the moment why is that like what things have I changed and I'm going oh how long is it um like because it wasn't intentional since I had a drink oh it's it's been 63 days okay well actually I could do a podcast on that I'd be quite interested I know I'd like to look and see what someone's noticed because as a student as someone who's in their 20s you do drink a lot and yeah it's just led to me having a lot more um like say time to creatively think and my brain not actively pursuing sort of like oh when's when's the next night out do I need to have an outfit sort of do I need to have this like oh where am I going for pre's what drink am I going to get like you don't realize how much mental energy your brain is taking to sort of figure out all these little 
questions and as someone who likes to be very prepared and knowing what they're doing and what time things are running at it can be very over consuming probably slightly OCD ADHD sort of vibes but we'll ignore that and instead of being able to put that energy like say into creative thinking so that's been really really helpful I think the last sort of positive that I've got noted down here is that I've been sort of in response to some of the negatives that I've talked about is forced to find new friends slash bring those up around me um, and that's because I, I didn't just stop being friends with everyone who drinks but I did realise there was a lot of friendships where they were solely built around drinking and I decided to let them go and the reason for that was that is not like who I want to be aligned with in terms of the only time they're checking in is when you're at the pub they're only sort of messaging you to go and oh you better come out tonight like come on that's not someone who's generally a friend if they're generally a friend you'll speak to them outside of drinking hours as well and you will obviously check in with them and be able to do other things with them but there was quite a handful of people that I would only ever see them in the pub only ever share a pint with them and it was like what are we doing here so give them the opportunity say look I'm starting to do these things do you want to come on a run do you want to come to the gym with me why don't we get a session in why don't we go for a coffee or just a walk or like what are you into why don't I try one of your activities and it was like nah we're just we we only drink together and at that point let them go you know you're you're sort of moving on as a person and you're trying not to just be someone who sits in the pub all day so yeah that was something I found but and it's led to a lot more um positive relationships I've found like I now have a lot more in-depth checking in chats with my mates um but at the same time we're still laughing we're still getting that adrenaline like say whether it be we're out running and we're going oh fucking hell this is this week's been an absolute rotter and you're finding humor in sort of the struggle which I think is always one of the best things you can do for mental health um because we're still being active we're getting endorphins while talking about our problems you know we're running shoulder to shoulder not eye to eye so we're able to be more in depth and talk about our feelings in that way and yeah it's just led to a lot you know I might say I have less friends in general but the friendships I do have are now a lot more stronger and positive for that um, effect so that's obviously what I'd rather have as well so we're going to sort of talk about the overall now okay so I've described the positive and negatives there and I want to once again reiterate that I don't think alcohol is a bad thing I don't think that you know everyone's got their sort of choice of fucking poison as um, a lot of these health gurus will say like me for example happily say that I'm addicted to caffeine I guess um like say on a yeah we'll talk about that also on a new tonic productivity drink and um, fuel your focus is the caption on it by James Smith and Chris Williamson actually do recommend it. it's quite good not too much caffeine at 120 milligrams and does help you actually focus a wee bit because it's just enough more than a coffee um but yeah what well, I don't know why I'm talking about that but yeah I'd recommend so um we all sort of have a you know a poison of choice to some folk that's having a bottle of wine most days when they come in from work for me that's you know loving a coffee and going out for a coffee and getting that caffeine rush to some it's smoking to some it's exercise we all sort of have our thing so it's it's finding what's healthy for you and having rules within that but I think it's just about finding a balance like I said so overall I recommend anyone to try a sober period whether that's 30 days um is it january yeah it's january everyone does that oh no it's sober october that's what it is it's october um so whether it's you do that do it with a friend do it with a challenge and i don't know say first one that fails is such quote unquote has to buy everyone uh their whole night out suddenly you will all do 30 days 
Um, second thing, realize you don't have to be a guru to say no. I think a lot of people feel like I say that guilt and shame is very prominent when saying no, when you know not being the one to to let the group down as such as they will sort of picture it in their own head and they'll put themselves down on why they have to say yes, why they have to be at every event. And the truth is you don't and you don't have to explain your reasons to anyone. It could just be that you don't want to go out that night, you've had a really long week. And that's okay, you don't have to be a guru to say no. Third thing if you do try this sober period and it does nothing for you, you just go, that was pr- a pretty boring month. I'm not really bothered to do much instead of drinking. I've just sort of watched Netflix or whatever. You will have saved cash. That's a positive. Okay, so it's in the lead up to Christmas now. Maybe it could be a good thing um, to balance that out. And I think the positive as well is that if it does nothing, it may make you appreciate when you actually want to drink and when you drink to ignore other factors and I think that's a massive one for me like say this isn't me saying I'm never drinking again it's definitely not I will drink again but it now having these sober periods I can look at sort of say events that I've got coming up and I can go okay that's a sober event because I don't actually want to drink there it's not going to aid the situation in any way and I'd only be drinking to make the situation better whereas there's then other events say festivals holidays where I go I'd love to just have like a a pint in that place or have a couple of drinks because it'll be funny, it'll be fun and I'm with a good group of people who I know alcohol is only going to make the situation better but it would be good even if it didn't have alcohol. I'm also then able to see, like you say, if it's a very long week, is this drink actually, you know, to help me or is it to ignore the fact that I've avoided having that conversation with a friend I've avoided asking for that pay rise I've avoided um, going to the gym and looking after myself I've avoided you know, getting steps in and suddenly it's like because you're ignoring these other factors everything else starts to crumble as well it's fuck it I'll get the takeaway fuck it I'll buy this even though I don't have the money for it fuck it I'll put that on the credit card and you know we've all seen how people deal with these sort of things but yeah that's the overall it's recommend you try it like say pick it could be as simple as 10 days 20 days 30 days do it in stages of 10 is always a good way to try it worst comes to worst you save a bit of cash and you realize how much you appreciate seeing your mates on a friday night in the pub and that is maybe the time that you and your mates chat and actually check in on each other instead of just sending the football updates in the group chat so yeah hopefully this podcast has helped you a bit of a longer one um but yeah as always if you've enjoyed it send it to a friend, send it to a mate, send it to your stories and always message me, let me know if you've tried going sober for a period of time before, do you agree with some of the things that I've said, what did you notice that was different to me and yeah, let's start a conversation and I will see you next week.